This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Gathering debris after shooting down a Chinese balloon. We have the story. Gasoline prices rising again nationwide. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm Rodney Price. Kansas City, Kansas police responding to an overdose call. Shoot and kill an armed man. That story is coming up. And KNSS, meteorologist Ann Holiday. We can expect a spring-like warm-up across south-central Kansas with temperatures in the mid to upper 60s this afternoon. How long will that last? Our forecast in just a few minutes. Fire damaged a church in South Wichita this morning. First responders were called to New Hope, New Start Ministries in the 2000 block of West Jewel around 2.30 a.m. Damage reported to the first and second floors of the church. No one was in the church at the time. According to first responders, no injuries are reported. As the U.S. military searches for debris from the suspected Chinese spy uh, balloon, China has condemned the shooting. Beijing is accusing the U.S. of using indiscriminate force to down what it says was a civilian aircraft used mainly for gathering weather data. A government minister saying the United States turned a deaf ear and overreacted. This episode has undoubtedly damaged efforts to improve relations between the two superpowers. Secretary of State Antony Blinken cancelling a trip to Beijing to meet Chinese President Xi Jinping. This was a visit President Xi wanted to happen. The cost of it derailing is now being assessed. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. Gasoline prices have risen again during the past couple of weeks, up 12 cents to a new national average of $3.58 a gallon. Oil industry analyst Trilby Lundberg says consumers don't have to worry about an additional hike because of the extreme cold and icy weather, which hit Texas during the last week. In the case of extreme weather, the actual individual products can be affected, for example, heating oil, for example, natural gas. But what we have is hopefully short-term situations that tend to dampen demand, which would then logically reduce price. Lundberg says the Honolulu area, highest local average right now, four eighty-seven a gallon. The Houston area is the lowest at $3 a gallon. Wichita police say the shooting of a teen Sunday afternoon was the result of a robbery. Officers responded to the report of a shooting in the 1400 block of South Seneca. They found a 16-year-old boy with several gunshot wounds to his upper body. The boy was hospitalized with serious but non-life-threatening injuries. He underwent surgery, and police say he is in stable condition. The investigation revealed that the shooting occurred during the commission of a robbery. Anyone with information about this case is asked to call police or Crime Stoppers at 267-2111. A police officer in Kansas City, Kansas, shot and killed an armed man after the man fled from the scene of an opioid overdose on a bicycle. The department said in a news release that officers spotted the man pedaling away Friday night from a home where they found a man and woman unresponsive. While emergency crews used a rescue drug to revive the two overdose victims, officers broadcast the fleeing man's description. Another officer found the man a half mile from the home and tried to make contact with him. Police said that during that interaction, the officer fired at the man, killing him. His name wasn't immediately released. Rodney Price, KNSS News. 
Deaths have been reported after an earthquake hit Turkey early today. The 7.8 magnitude quake hitting southeast Turkey early Monday felt in several provinces and elsewhere in the Middle East. That quake knocking down several buildings and was centered about 20 miles from the provincial capital of Gaziantep. The U.S. Geological Survey saying the quake's epicenter was about 11 miles deep. A strong 6.7 aftershock rumbled about 10 minutes later. The earthquake was also felt in Lebanon and Syria with Syrian state media saying some buildings collapsed in the northern city of Aleppo and the central city of Hama. The quake also jolting residents in Lebanon from beds, shaking buildings for about 40 seconds. Paul Stevens, Fox News. The quake has taken more than 600 lives at last count. KNSS News time now, 7.04, four minutes past 7 o'clock. Shocker men's basketball action yesterday on the road. Once again, the Shockers are road warriors. We'll have highlights and reaction coming up in sports. Bipartisan opposition to rumors the Biden administration is planning to ban gas stoves. That story and more news on the half hour. Stephen's head of the morning on KNSS. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. 7.07 now, 7 minutes past 7 o'clock on this Monday morning. Bipartisan opposition to rumors the Biden administration is planning to ban gas stoves. Ted Cruz and Democrat Joe Manchin teaming up, introducing the Gas Stove Protection and Freedom Act. Manchin saying the federal government has no business telling American families how to cook their dinner. The legislation put forth weeks after a member of the Consumer Product Safety Commission said it was considering regulations or a possible ban on gas stoves, saying they cause dangerous indoor air pollution. The head of the CPSC later walking back those remarks, saying they're not considering a ban on gas stoves, but ways to curb the stove's emissions. Sue Guzman, Fox News. Today, an important deadline for farmers. The 2022 Census of Agriculture is due today for farmers and ranchers. The United States Department of Agriculture says it mailed the census to every known agriculture producer in the U.S. and Puerto Rico in December. The USDA says the census is still the only source of, quote, uniform, comprehensive, and impartial agriculture data for every state, county, and U.S. territory. It adds that it's important for every producer to respond so that farmers and ranchers are represented and reflected in data. The ag census data will be released in 2024. In Washington, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. A wave of violence at youth sporting events has forced officials in one state to take drastic action. Fox and Brian Ayes reports. Police are now investigating a brawl that broke out between parents attending a middle school basketball game in northern Vermont. After a 60-year-old grandfather involved in the brawl died. 
Police say Russell Giroux called first responders while driving home and later died at the hospital. The local school district is now banning all spectators from attending middle school basketball games for the remainder of the season. It's the latest example in what the National Association of Sports Officials tells us is an epidemic of harassment and violence at youth sporting events between parents and towards officials. At least 22 states have passed laws to protect sports officials from harassment or assault. New Jersey is considering a law that would make those assaulting officials or players pay a $15,000 fine and face up to 10 years in prison. KNSS News Time now, 710, 10 minutes past 7 o'clock. Traffic this morning, the gasoline price is sliding downwards here in the Wichita area. Uh, you can still see 319 a gallon here and there, but for the most part, the average here in town, 309 a gallon this morning. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. And now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronnell Williams. Good morning, Ronnell. Hey, good morning, Steve and Ted. How are you guys doing? Good. Mm-hmm. Very well. It seems like if the spring has sprung already, maybe. No? Oh, oh man. You know, we, <laughs> we get these instances, especially during the wintertime, you know, where we get these, uh, these short, warm stretches. You know, it was gorgeous, beautiful, as expected this past weekend. We have more of that on the way. But, Steve, Ted, it is February after all. Yep. And regardless of if it's February, it's Kansas. Let's just go ahead and say that. So we should be used to uh, some weather whiplash around here. And that's exactly what's going to happen over the next 24 hours. Now, despite cooling down this week, it's not going to get as chilly as cold as what we had to endure last week when it comes to that most recent cold snap so at least we have that going for us but we are going to see a pretty big uh, change and difference in our temperatures between today and tomorrow we'll still be on the mild side of things for today so still another day to enjoy 64 degrees for a high under a mostly to partly cloudy sky. There's also going to be a southerly breeze at 15 to 25 miles an hour. So that breeze, it's going to be strong, a nuisance at times, but this is also what's going to help pull in more of that warmth today before we begin to cool back down. There's only going to be a 10% chance of rain tonight as uh, our next front rolls through 34 degrees for a low so we actually should be able to stay just a couple degrees above freezing then we'll have another 10 percent chance of rain tomorrow for our tuesday especially late in the day as we go from partly to mostly cloudy high 52 degrees still not that bad for this time of year but beginning to cool down and then we'll uh, begin to bottom out towards the middle to latter part of the week 47 for a high wednesday and that's actually our average high today so that's why i mentioned cooling down but still close to average uh, 30% chance of rain as well. Looks a little bit better for some damp weather by the middle of the week. Uh, 10% chance of rain Thursday and still in the 40s all the way through Friday, but drying out just in time for this upcoming weekend. We'll also warm up in time for the weekend as well with highs back into the 50s. Right now we're at 46 degrees with a mostly cloudy sky and that south breeze at 15 miles an hour bringing that wind chill or that feels like temperature down to 40. So are you going to party there Sunday afternoon? You're going to have to have a big sp- football party you think what do you think you know what i'm still trying to decide but whatever party if i do go to it for the big game i'll have to bring a sleeping bag just in case i don't make it. good idea <laughs> just curl up behind the couch there yeah say folks don't bother don't mind me because that's that's the way i am hey you see me nodding nodding off that's why that's why but uh, yeah well anyway this is pretty nice weather so far like you yeah. were saying as you said in your forecast you know this, yeah we still got a long ways till Till spring really springs, springs or whatever, and uh, there's a lot could happen in the next few days and weeks, right? 
That's right. Mostly those changes ahead in the form of a little bit of moisture, a little bit cooler, but not expecting uh, too wild of a ride through the uh, road to this upcoming weekend. All right. Thank you, Brownell. The uh, KSN Storm Secretary forecast with Kansas today meteorologist Ronell Williams. 714, Steve, at 10 of the morning here on KNSS. Today is Monday, February 6th. 2023, and Ted? Yes. It was on this date in 1952. Mm-hmm. Britain's King George VI, at the age of 56, died at Sandringham House in Norfolk, England. He was succeeded as monarch by his 25-year-old elder, elder daughter, who became Queen, uh, Queen Elizabeth II. And she reigned for nearly 71 years. What was his... He was 56? 56. Was he, was he ill? Well, no, not necessarily. I don't know. In those days, that that was considered fairly old. 56? Yeah. I mean, it might have. <laughs> that, it wasn't old, old, but yeah. He may have had emphysema, heart disease, you don't know, anything. But anyway, he, uh, it, the daughter took over, and she's been the only queen that I've ever known. Now we got, uh, what, King Charles the Third? Mm-hmm. Okay. Trying to keep up with the, with the royals. Former NBC News anchorman Tom Brokaw, 83 years old today. Tom Brokaw. And singer Fabian turns 80. Oh, my gosh. Yes. At one time, Fabian was really, really big back in the, well, back yeah. in the day. He was huge. Yeah, didn't he? Wasn't he in a couple of beach movies? With, he had a great, with head, head? great head of hair. Oh, God. Yeah, Fabian, Fabian's hair was outstanding. Yeah, wasn't he in a, <laughs> with uh, Annette in one of a couple of those beach movies? I think he was. I think, I think you're right. Yeah. Quite a teen heartthrob there. Not to be confused with Fabio. No. Different guy. Who also had great hair. Also had a fantastic head of hair. I wonder what he looks like now. I bet we could find out. Probably on the internet, you know, they put people's photos of what they they looked then, what Mm -hmm. they look now. I wonder what he looks like. Always a guy who got a kick out of Fabio. A little more weather-worn. There's a guy who uh, posed. What did he pose for the, uh, for the, uh, the, the covers on those... Those romance, romance novels. Yeah. Always a, it was him and some lady there, and, and yeah, Fabio, and he wearing got a, wearing was, a big fluffy pirate shirt. Yeah, or nothing, and uh, <laughs> up on the upper body. And he, didn't apparently, he, you're taking great notice of this. Well, I, I was a big Fabio fan. I, the guy, oh, I, apparently, he fascinates me. The guy, get, you know, this guy is. Just, I don't think about him for a second. You're <laughs> over there describing every detail of his life it. to me. No, I'm giving you some little. You know, did, don't you remember he he was on an amusement ride or something and. A, he got hit in the face with a goose mm-hmm. or a duck. This is an interesting person. <laughs> the guy is, you know, that's that's Fabio. Anyway, customs agents. Let's say, oh, here we here we go. Um, the arrest of a 24-year-old man accused of taking two monkeys from the Dallas Zoo after cutting their enclosure has shed some light on a mysterious string of events. There, police Friday said they also linked him to the escape of a clouded leopard and a gash in the fence of another monkey habitat. Police say Davion Irvin has been charged with six counts of animal cruelty, two counts of burglary following his arrest Thursday, which came after an employee at a downtown aquarium recognized him from news coverage of the missing monkeys. Uh, What's still unclear is what led him to do it. What's this guy's deal? Why is this guy... an animal activist? Is why? he a disgruntled employee? Is he just an A? Is he, why is he yeah, monkeying with the monkeys? Well, we don't know. Mount Washington in New Hampshire set a new record that no one ever wanted to break this past weekend. The wind chill hit 108 yep. degrees below that zero. Is a, that is a chilly place. Friday night, thanks to a blast of Arctic air pushing through the northeast part of the country, 108 below zero. 
Wow. 717, Stephen Ted, the morning no, here on KNSS, and it is time for Sports with Ted Woodward this morning. Good morning, Ted. Good day. How about the Shocker basketball team yesterday? The yeah. Shocker men on the road visiting last place Tulsa, going for a season sweep. There was there was no doubt in this one. I mean, this was the Shockers from beginning to end, all Wichita State, ready to go again on the road. Mike Kennedy and Bob Hull had the call of the game on 103.7 KEYN. New 20 on the shot clock after the offensive rebound. Rojas down on the block to Poto, gets another layup. Yeah, nice cut to the basket by Kenny Poto and a beautiful pass by Rojas. He threaded that right through about three defenders to get it to Kenny. So there you go. The shocks uh, were all over it yesterday. Craig Porter had 10 rebounds to go along with seven assists. Wow. Jerron Pierre Jr. led the way with 19 points. And the Shockers just absolutely cruised to a win. They were up by 19 by halftime, led by 20 most of the second half. Ended up winning at 86-75. The Shockers get their third straight win on the road. James Rojas, who has had three really good games for the Shockers now. Rojas had 17 more points for the Shockers yesterday. Spoke after the game. Uh, honestly, just playing with more confidence. Uh, I mean, I started off the season just... Just being a defensive guy, just talking, making sure everybody's in the right places. And then I just, I had to grow up a little bit and realize that we need another scoring option. We need somebody else to make plays. So, I mean, I took the, I took in that role and just, just making things happen. Another thing the Shockers did yesterday was just absolutely pounding the glass, rebounding, out-rebounded Tulsa by 11, 43-32. Tulsa had zero Offensive rebounds in the first 29 minutes of the game. So, well, guess no what? wonder the Shocks are up by 20. There yeah. you go, guys. Exactly. That's a key. That's a yep. key. Good stuff. Here's Shocker head coach Isaac Brown. Overall, I thought it was a good game. I thought we played well. I thought we executed. I thought the ball went inside. I thought Rojas was, was excellent again. Kenny Poto. I thought we got some great minutes off the bench with Isaac Abide. Really happy with what he was doing. And um, Xavier Bell, he came in, and I think he made a three, made a drive to the basket. I thought those guys played well. Yep, just about everybody played well for the Shocks yesterday. Nice win. The Shocks are now 12-11 and 11 on the season. They've won three straight road games. And on Monday nights, we talk Shocker hoops with the Shocker basketball coaches, starting out with men's coach Isaac Brown at 6 o'clock, women's coach Keita Adams at 7 o'clock. Listen live to the coaches on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. And right after that, we go to KU men's basketball up in Lawrence. What a matchup. Eighth-ranked Kansas hosting ninth-ranked Texas. It's Texas that is leading the Big 12 Conference. KU is two games back in third place in the conference standings. Uh, FanDuel expects this to be the highest-scoring game in college hoops tonight. FanDuel has the Jayhawks as a a three-and-a-half-point favorite. And here's the big number you need to know. It's ESPN Big Monday. Under head coach Bill Self, KU has played 35 home games on ESPN Big Monday. They've never lost 35-0 on ESPN Big Monday at Big home Monday. under head coach Bill Self. That'll tip off at 8 o'clock tonight. Listen live over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Big one for the Jayhawks and the Longhorns. Hockey action yesterday afternoon downtown at Intrust Bank Arena. 4,800 fans on hand and the second place Wichita Thunder with another dominating win as they beat the Rapid City Rush 6-3. Jay Dickman was huge for the Thunder yesterday. Two goals, three assists, a career-high five points for him. The Thunder has won five straight games on home ice. They love playing downtown at Intrust Bank Arena. 
Thunder in second place in the division standings. And pro basketball in the NBA yesterday, the Cleveland Cavaliers went on the road in Indianapolis, beat the Indiana Pacers 122-103. to Coming off the bench with the Cavaliers as the sixth man, former Kansas State Wildcat Dean Wade had six points and six rebounds. He made a couple of three-pointers, also had three assists. Back-to-back wins for the Cavaliers. They're in the number five spot in the Eastern Conference. Good to see Dean Wade helping out the Cavaliers. That's sports with Stephen Ted. 722 now. Keep it here for House Call for Health. A breakthrough vaccine could help people fight their addiction to fentanyl. That's coming up. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve Backensarge, Ted Woodward, 7.30 on a Monday morning, 47 degrees. A House panel tasked with investigating federal government abuses meets for the first time this week. The select subcommittee on the weaponization of the federal government gavels in a hearing Thursday. The panel is led by the Judiciary Committee chairman, Republican Jim Jordan, who has raised questions about the FBI and other federal agencies' roles in the investigations of former President Trump and conservative organizations. Democrats are joining the panel, led by U.S. Virgin Islands delegate Stacey Plaskett. She was an impeachment manager during the impeachment trial of former President Trump in 2021. In Washington, Jared Halpern, Fox News. Kansas Representative Barb Wassinger tells KNSS News about the new Legislative Modernization Committee. It's been very bipartisan. Uh, All of the committee has been very excited about some of the things that we get to do. First, we listen to all the different agencies within the Capitol. And what we've realized is everything kind of goes down, comes down to uh, IT. It's whether our IT department can handle any of the streamlining that we think should be done as well as the different departments. Barb Wassinger was a guest on the John Whitmer Show last night right here on KNSS. Lawmakers are working on this year's farm bill that includes research and conservation as well as rural development. U.S. Senator Dr. Roger Marshall says... It can have a big impact on Kansas farmers. This farm bill helps some of those conservation projects be funded, help the farmers to make the investment so they can practice those conservation projects as well. The bill is uh, worked on every five years. Hearings will be held in the coming weeks. The Wichita City Council back at work tomorrow morning after no meeting last week. Some of the highlights of tomorrow's meeting include the discussion of ARPA funding for the fire department. That would increase department staffing from three fire personnel per apparatus to four as well as the addition of a couple of new trucks and four fire personnel each. The council will also discuss a proposed $17.4 million 10-year project to improve safety and increase mobility options for getting to, around, and from downtown. The president is set to deliver his second State of the Union address tomorrow. President Biden may highlight the passage of things he asked for in his last State of the Union, the Chips and Science Act, and a version of Build Back Better known as the Inflation Reduction Act. White House Economic Advisor Jared Bernstein told Fox News Sunday. The gas price, which is such an important price in our economy, down $1.50 from its peak in June of last year, and that means real breathing room. But many might expect he begins on a foreign policy note after the U.S. military shot down a Chinese spy balloon that traversed the U.S. this past week. Arkansas Republican Senator Tom Cotton told Fox 
Fox News Sunday. Let a spy balloon complete its spy mission before we shot it down, I, I'm afraid, is an embarrassment to the United States. In Washington, D.C., Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. Now look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We can expect another cool, dry day here in Wichita with temperatures warming on up this afternoon. We may get to 64 as southwest winds increase up to 30 miles per hour. The cold front arrives after midnight, our low 34. Then chances of scattered showers may increase during the afternoon tomorrow with a high 48. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. Now a clear sky. We have a south wind gusting to 25 miles per hour and 47 degrees. Stephen Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS on a Monday morning. Time for Mondays with the Mayor, Wichita Mayor Brandon Whipple with us this morning. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, guys. Quite a nice weekend weather-wise. Did you get out and play a little golf or whatever it is you do outside? <laughs> no, I'm not much of a golfer. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm actually pretty terrible at it. But uh, No, we, we did get out, got a little bit of um, yard work done, and, and frankly just watch the kids run around outside. You know, it's amazing how weather uh just nice weather really brings brings out their creativity so oh, yeah yeah <laughs> good to get out and, and just run around in circles if nothing else yeah, yeah. just like brian Which Bry. did <laughs> run around in circles <laughs> yeah just watch run around the uh this big announcement last week holy holy mackerel the integra technologies thing the the plant that's coming to a town of two thousand jobs 1.8 billion dollars and at the bottom line is if <laughs> if we get this federal money right, it's get, it's, there's a big uh, there's a big clause there, right? Yeah, to an extent. Um, frankly, we've been working on this for for over a year now, and a lot of things had to fall in place to get where we are now. Uh, I remember touring the facility with Governor Kelly back in 2001, and we actually needed we needed Chips Act to pass. We needed uh, the federal government to not only pass Chips Act, uh, but also a particular version of it that helped uh, Integra. And I kind of you leave from there like, oh, yeah, we need the government to do something good. OK, like maybe it'll happen, but it probably won't. Well, then Chips Act got passed. And then we needed the Kansas legislature now to uh, come on board. And I, I'm sure you all know about the personalities up in Topeka. Sometimes they don't always work together. Well, they actually did. Uh, so we're at a point now where, um, you know, I think the toughest part of this has has already come and gone. Now it's uh, got to be more administrative uh, when it comes to uh, what they're doing in D.C. But exactly, this is an economic game changer. You know, this thing started out as just really kind of more of a dream or a pipe dream, uh, then became a goal, and now it's a reality. It's We're, we're talking, you mentioned it, 2,000 good-paying uh, tech jobs. Those are $51,000 uh, for folks with, with high school diplomas. Uh, so 51000 a year is what they're uh, projecting, and you don't need a college degree, which is huge for folks who don't want to get into college debt. Uh, but we're talking 3,161 supplier, contractor, and service jobs uh, as well. Uh, so, you know, this is, there's, there's an economic ripple effect with this. And, of course, this is the uh, diversification of our economy where it's not just based on the max. It's not just based on, you know, uh, um, aerospace. Uh, it's now based on technology. So it's a huge step forward for what we need. Uh, and uh, we just got to, I think, get, get to the finish line, uh, which, which I'm sure we will. Where, how big is this plant going to be? It's it's big. big. Uh, I don't have my notes. It's, it's uh, yeah, but it's big is what what they're going to need. It's, it's said a million square a feet. million square feet. Yeah. I I can't imagine. That, oh, that that sounds familiar, but it's it's big. And yeah, a lot of folks don't know this right now, but because um, maybe they do. I didn't know it until I, I learned it. 
we have microchips uh, from Integra that were tested at Integra that are roaming around Mars right now. That came through Wichita. Uh, so, you know, Integra isn't a lightweight. Uh, it's just now they're going to actually start building, not just testing uh, these microchips. So it's huge for national defense. It's huge for our economy. Uh, and it's a, you know, it's something that uh, is just going to uh, be transformational as far as economic opportunity here in Wichita. So is Integra a local company then? Yes, it is. Okay. Very good. Now, now uh, any idea where we can find a building that big, or will we? Will somebody have to build one? What do you think? Well, there's a few things uh, kind of in the air right now. I can't talk too much about it, but uh, we've been working uh, with Integra and with our economic development delegation uh, on, a, on a few spots. But, uh, yeah, hopefully they'll narrow that down, and once they do, uh, you all will hear about it. Okay. That's good enough, I guess. Uh, and is, how, what do you think the timeline is on this? Can this all be done before the end of the year? Well, I'm hoping to get the – I'm hoping that the um, – the policy part's done by the end of the year. I'm not sure if they have to build a million-foot, square-foot facility, if that's going to be done by the end of the year, of course. Uh, but uh, we want to get all the all all our, uh, I guess, everything in a row yeah. uh, by the end of the year. I, I, that's uh, definitely uh, something that can happen. Uh, it's, uh, you know, but, but as far as getting shovels in the ground, um, I think what, that will happen by the end of the year. Uh, but, of course, uh, this is one of our mid-to-long-term economic strategies. Oh, by the way, in the midterm or, or in the short term, our uh, unemployment rate, I was checking us out economically uh, this weekend, we're, we're, we're hovering 2.93% for unemployment rate. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're already uh, economically, we, we have turned around uh, from what the pandemic has done to not just us, but the entire country. And so this gives us a little more time when it comes to um, planning for, for that supply chain uh, or, excuse me, for the uh, uh, talent pipeline for folks who uh, or want to work these jobs is, you know, I got 12,000, excuse me, 1,200 students who graduate Wichita public schools every year, and they're not sure what they're going to do next. They haven't committed to a two or a four-year college. Well, you know, now we're going to have programs like this. We can go and learn on the job uh, how to make um, uh, semiconductors. So, you know, I think we're going to uh, have some time to not only get the operation up and running, but also train that next generation of folks who want to work at these jobs or folks who are pivoting, coming from one uh, career to a different career. Uh, so you know, there's a bit of an art to this, and I, and I think that we got all the pieces uh, in place to, to really make it make it great. Tomorrow's uh, Wichita City Council meeting, uh, one of the agenda items, funding for the fire department. Uh, are, these, uh, are, are, there, are these federal funds that we're getting to, to uh, build the fire department up? I mean, there's a few things going on with this one. So what we're doing here is we're swapping American Rescue Plan money uh, from one spot to another so we can start hiring sooner for uh, firefighters that are being funded by the SAFER grant, which is another part of money uh, or funded money coming from the federal government. Basically, we got approved for the SAFER grant. That's going to fund over 40 positions, and that money doesn't start coming in until a little later. So by shifting ARPA funds to backfill, we can, again, get firefighters on the ground sooner. Uh, hats off to Chief Snow. Uh, we've done a lot of work to make sure that Wichita firefighters are the best paid in the state, the best compensated. Um, really, we, we know they're the premier department as far as uh, their actions, and we want to actually uh, accommodate them uh, as a premier fire department. So. We've actually seen we went our recruiting numbers, according to Chief Snow, has gone from a few dozen to over 400 interested applicants at this point. Uh, so what she wants to do is 
really just get folks uh, uh, through the academy, through training, and uh, you know get get the people uh, uh, in positions to, to be helping out our community as fast as possible. So it's it's a the vote is is kind of just taking one pot pot of money to cover the next pot or until the next pot of money comes in uh, when it comes to uh, those new positions. So you're saying the chiefs uh, been being able to uh, attract some people want to get in, want to be firefighters then, huh? Oh yeah, I mean it's it's amazing. It, it's a it's not just a, a, I think the chief, but also um, you know our, the morale's up with our fire department. There's a lot of folks who, who are out there talking about uh, the new pay increase that we were able to get get them uh, you know last year. It's uh, it, they they are the premier fire department and they're finally being treated like that. And so I think that word of mouth is is helping that recruitment to the point where again it used to be just a few dozen uh, folks uh, that would would apply to be firefighters and. According to Chief Snow, that that pushed up to over 400 uh, this time mm, around. Wow. So uh, let's let's do it. You know, let's, let's uh, yeah. uh, integrate that next generation of firefighters into our into our ranks. All right. Well, listen. Thanks for your time this morning. We appreciate it. And uh, guess we'll check with you next week. Do you have a Super yeah, Bowl prediction? Oh yeah. What's your Super Bowl? Who's going to win? Uh, did you guys hear about our chief, our police chief? Yeah, poor guy. He's an Eagles fan. Right. So, like, He's... Philadelphia. <laughs> if it could have been any tougher for him to uh, uh, transition at this moment. Um, yeah, of course, I'm a Chiefs fan. I can't wait for the game, but I got to kind of walk walk carefully. Uh, the, I guess the police uh, police chief has said that uh, their folks can, can wear Eagles hats or, um, or Chiefs hats. So uh, <laughs> people will be somewhat out of themselves on who they want to win uh, this week at City Hall. <laughs> I hope they didn't come down to fisticuffs or anything like that. That would be embarrassing. Yeah, no, we, <laughs> be embarrassing. Got to you know. keep the temperament down. Yeah, there you go. All right, thank well, you, thanks sir. Thanks a lot, guys. Mondays with the Mayor, Wichita Mayor Brandon Whipple, feature hero exclusively with Stephen Ted in the Morning on KNSS. Coming up, uh, we have a Wichita Business Journal update this morning. Boeing supply chain concerns impact spirit stocks. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the Morning on KNSS. KNSS seven forty seven now. Three big things. Three basketball. Wichita State eighty six. Tulsa seventy five. Two sixteen year old boy shot during street robbery in South Wichita. Non life threatening injuries. One U.S. military gathering debris after shooting down suspected Chinese spy balloon. Three big things. Stephen Ted on KNSS. We're really starting to see some uh, heavier traffic northbound on I-235 approaching the road construction there in the north junction. Uh, traffic starting to slow down uh, quite a bit there, so watch for that slowdown. Traffic on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It's brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Located downtown in Market and Waterman and online at carlstire.com. Your home for complete car care. Partly cloudy today with a high of 62 degrees. Mostly cloudy tonight, the overnight low 34. For Tuesday, partly sunny and cooler tomorrow. Uh, Going to cool off to about 47 degrees for a high tomorrow. After today's high, we expect to be in the low 60s, as we said. Now a clear sky. We have a south wind gusting to 25 miles per hour and 47 degrees. Whatever Kansas weather deals us from one minute to the next, be prepared. 
Whether it's sun, snow, rain, or cold, when Kansas weather changes, go see Hatman Jacks for protection from the elements. Hatman Jacks at the clock tower in Delano. On Wall Street Friday, a negative reaction to a hot jobs report. Stocks ending lower as investors digested more earnings reports and robust jobs data for January, which drove interest rate hike worries. Tech stocks were among the laggards following a slew of disappointing earnings reports from Apple, Amazon, and Alphabet. However, Apple stock gained. Amazon stock tumbled following the e-commerce giant reporting its worst annual loss on record. And Nordstrom stock surged after the Wall Street Journal reported that activist investor Ryan Cohen is building a sizable stake in the luxury department store chain. The Dow winners, Apple, American Express, and J.P. Morgan Chase. The Dow decliners, Home Depot, Honeywell, and Microsoft. The Dow falling 128 points. The Nasdaq down 194. S&P 500 down 43. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. The European Union is launching its ban on imports of Russian diesel fuel. Starting Sunday, the 27-country EU taking this step to further slash its energy dependency on Moscow. The measure also aims to crimp the Kremlin's fossil fuel earnings as punishment for invading Ukraine. Let's get a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. A downgrade Friday of Boeing over supply chain concerns, lowering the market value of Wichita's largest publicly traded company to the end of the week. Shares of Spirit Aerosystems were down 5% to $34.25 a share in Friday afternoon trading. This following a research note from RBC Capital Markets calling Boeing's supply constraints worse than expected. Analyst Ken Herbert, according to a portion of the note cited by investment website Seeking Alpha, said the firm sees ongoing impediments with Tier 2 and 3 suppliers that it believes threaten Boeing's goal of increasing production rates on its best-selling 737 MAX. That's a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. Stephen's in the morning here on KNSS, and as you... Heard in our interview with the uh, mayor, Brandon Whipple, just a few minutes ago. There are a couple of things that have to fall into place yet, but it looks like the, we're going to get this gigantic plant um, somewhere in Wichita. And he, he, he not to tell us where, but that thing's a lot of room. Because just, a, just the parking lot's going to have to be huge. So I wonder where we're going to put it. There are some open spaces up in the north part north. of the city. That's uh, what immediately came to my mind. But. Yeah, that would be be centrally located instead of being out in the suburbs someplace, one side of town or the other. Like We seem to grow everything that way. But, yeah, there's some pretty open spaces up there. We'll see. Uh, but, gosh, 2,000 high-paying high jobs. And like you said, it wouldn't take a lot of training for these uh, for somebody to take those jobs and, and go with it uh, and, uh, you know, make a good living. And also talking about – he was talking about uh, uh, being a firefighter in Wichita. And it, Last evening, Shelly and I were, were dining at a restaurant, and a gentleman came by the table who has known my brothers and I for years and years and years. And he's a retired firefighter. Jerry, my brother's a retired firefighter. And they, the guys I know who, who uh, did that for a living over the years uh, seem to not really enjoy it. But on the other hand, it, it, wasn't a, <laughs> it wasn't a pain. They liked going out to fires and, putting, and helping people out. So if you're looking for a career, this could be in the next few years a good place to go and look. We'll get some people coming in here. That'd be interesting. Town's yeah. Been about the Getting their pay augmented and up to snuff. This town's been about the same size for how long? Hmm. Not much growth here. But anyway, we've got some good infrastructure things going on for possible growth. That is, you know, rehauling or overhauling the, the uh, 
the uh, water system and, and getting that yep, new plant something bill. Something was decades needed. We've got the uh, so water shouldn't be a problem in the future. We've got two sources. We've got the reservoir, Cheney, and you got, got the aquifer. So that shouldn't be a problem there. That's good for growth. You've got uh, the Valley Center floodway. I always say is a, a great thing in our community. We don't have to put up with floods like that, like we used to, <laughs> devastating floods. Brand new ballpark. Mm-hmm. There you go. So there are some, some interesting things going on here. And it should be a, a growth time ahead, we hope, anyway. Uh, Stephen Ted Lamoy here on KNSS. What do you think about the balloon, Ted? Any thoughts on this Chinese, supposed Chinese spy balloon going over? And how can you tell if it's a spy balloon and not just a weather balloon? Mm. <laughs> I, That's a great question. I would presume that we're, we're worried that they're going to gather some Information out there had to have been spying, mm. but if we can't figure out how to disguise anything from sixty thousand feet up, then we're in trouble. Mm. Yeah, and I, I, I do see they've got satellites up there. They know where everything we have is. Oh, I know. We know where everything they have is. Oh yeah. I'm not sure what this balloon. What, what could it could tell them what that they don't they already know from TikTok? Yeah. What could they accomplish <laughs> up there in doing that? So I'm, but I, I it's, it's one of those deals where they're just tweaking us. Yeah. That, they love to do that more than anything else. That's what they're doing. They're trying. It's to exactly what they're doing. Make it's, what, say, it's what they used to do when they'd send ships into, you know, international <laughs> waters or beyond their territory. They, they do this stuff all the time. They're toying with us. You think, huh? All right. Yeah, could be. Today is, by the way, National Chopsticks Day. People worldwide celebrate these humble and ancient utensils. I don't. Around 1200 B.C., Chinese cooks began using chopsticks to prepare food. These tools were Likely long enough to reach into hot cooking pots mm-hmm. and pull stuff out. And I, uh, whenever I eat at a restaurant where they have chopsticks, I make a point not to use them. Yeah, my mom is the same way. She's like, like you know, they invented a thing called the fork. Yeah, the fork is really, to me, very handy. <laughs> the fork and the spoon. Yeah. I can never manipulate those chopsticks. Okay. <laughs> Celebrate if you want to. Chopsticks day. All right, uh, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS, and uh, we're coming up to the 8 o'clock hour already here, here we, on yeah. this Monday morning. And uh, stay with Stephen Ted coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. We've got the latest on the downing of the suspected Chinese spy balloon. What's going on there? Ted has sports on the way, right, Ted? Yeah, big game tonight in Lawrence. Jayhawks and the Longhorns go at it in men's basketball, so we'll preview that coming up in sports. Plus entertainment use the blur. Oh, yeah, coming off the weekend. First weekend of the month, we'll get our entertainment news. Of course, the Grammys were last night, so I'm sure we'll have a Grammys wrap-up. It's all coming up. Entertainment news at 8.35 this morning. And as always, traffic and weather in the 8 o'clock hour with Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSN. Get Wichita.